Afro Jack, Mr. Worldwide. This for all the freaky, kinky, sexy things that happen with a summer flame. Now hit him with that summer thing. I don't wanna write this love song. I, I'm fighting this urge, but you make me say, ooh, 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 damn. Cause I, I can't find the words. I don't wanna write this love song. Just wanna dance all night to it hurt, but you make me say, Just a summer thing But you made me fall In the winter bloom In the spring from June To December was you And me and I told My heart it was just a Summer thing That it was just a Summer thing But I like the way you feel and you touch And I like the way you kiss and you cuss And I love that it's not love, it's lust Now baby, sit back and relax and think about the man that you with I went from the block to the jet to the yacht From being round keys to a house to the keys to the dock I am what they not I am what they wanna be, it's been like that since I handled the rock I'm a seasoned vet and when it comes to these women I try to please the best I'm not a player, baby <laughs> I just love sex Now let's get into these freaky other things And make this a wonderful summertime we had a summer flame And I told my heart it was just a summer thing But you made me fall in the winter bloom In the spring from June to December was you and me And I told my heart it was just a summer thing That it was just a summer thing to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Bianesh, and today I'm here with... Malad, and uh, I go by Pixel Thief. All right. So thank you so much for coming down and talking with me today. What exactly is Pixel Thief? Uh, Pixel Thief is a new name that I picked for myself. I used to go by DJ Euphoria. Uh, some of you might have heard of me. I DJ around the city, but uh, I went into the music production side of things. 
and I really wanted to get away from the DJ handle name. So I thought maybe uh, to reset the whole thing and start from beginning. So I changed the name from Euphoria to Pixel Thief. Mm-hmm. And what, what kind of music do you do? Uh, it's more electronic. Uh, if I had to put it somewhere, I would say between dance and, well, not dance. Let's go with electro and pop, somewhere in the middle. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Interesting. Um, so with music production, how is it not to, like, I hope I don't offend you. I don't, no, I don't no, want no. anything about being a DJ. <laughs> how Sorry. is work focusing more on music production different than being a DJ? Uh, being a DJ, basically, you practice your art. You mm-hmm. take someone else's song. Uh, you read the dance floor and you play what people like. Mm-hmm. Uh, with music production, um, it's a lot of time you spend uh, looking at a computer screen, uh, coming up with ideas, and then making your own track so other DJs could play play your music at the mm-hmm. uh, club or wherever it is that they play. Mm-hmm. So um, the process is a little bit different. Uh, same idea though. Uh, just a lot of a uh, lot of hard work when uh, when you're producing a song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I would say DJing is probably a lot easier than producing music. Mm, okay. Yeah. And um, how did you get started with all of that? Um, with music, well, pretty much just like any other musician. Uh, when I was little, I was really interested in it. Uh, I was born in Iran, um, and we have a different type of music scene over there. Uh, the thing was, my parents were kind of really into uh, American music, as I could put it, I guess. And uh, they always had the music blasting in our house, and that's where I kind of picked up my interest. Mm-hmm. And it kind of developed from there. Uh, I moved into Winnipeg in 97. And when I was 18 and a half years old, uh, my friends took me to uh, Tijuana Yacht Club. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the first time I heard like really loud music, and uh, it just kind of connected from there. And from then on, we basically went out there was a group of us we went out mm, two three times a week mm-hmm. <laughs> we went uh, drinking and we went clubbing and that's where the whole interest kind of developed and i really wanted to be a dj and i wanted to do what uh, most djs were doing there particularly uh, djs like uh, dj finesse and dj skip uh, that used to dj at tijuana's and pharaoh's those guys were really uh, influential um for me, because mm-hmm. that's the that's the music that I was listening to when I went to the bars. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And how do how do you? I so you like the music and you want to. How do you get started with that kind of music and? Um, like as in, uh, like just ha- listening to music or. No, like how do you get started, m- like, creating it as de- or oh, finding cr- the it? creation process. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't uh, like some musicians. I guess they kind of have an idea. They go on the computer, use the computer as an instrument to make their track, make their idea come alive. Mm-hmm. For me, it's kind of the reverse. Uh, I never have an idea. I start I start making like a drum loop, uh, and then I just kind of start adding things to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the inspiration comes from the stuff that I'm adding. So I'm just kind of trying to mold together a song from all these different parts, and it's kind of... Uh, I guess trial and error kind of thing for me. Mm-hmm. I just add if I like it, if it sounds good on top of the loop, 
I keep it and keep going to the next part. If not, I take it down, mm -hmm. start again, and just kind of go from there. Okay, does this take a long time? It takes a lot of time. A lot of time. Yeah. Uh. Like uh, my, my remix that I made with Summer Thing, if I had to estimate, probably took me 30 hours to make that track. And how long is it? Uh, it's three minutes <laughs> and 20 seconds, I think. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's, but it, you're happy with it, though. Yeah, I'm really happy with the way mm -hmm. it turned out. Yeah. And it's technically, like, it's done. Like, you don't have to do any, like, production afterwards. It's, like, it's completed. Yeah, it's so. uh, this kind of a thing when you're a solo artist. You kind of have to take care of the whole process yourself. So mm -hmm. creation, mixing, mastering, marketing. So I do all of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um... Do you know how to play an instrument? Um, if I had to say an instrument, I would go with turntables. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but nothing as far yeah. as traditional music like mm -hmm. guitar or okay. piano. Or so and like that. do you have any, before you started going to school, did you have any kind of, um, uh, what's the word, structured education and learning like music theory or? Uh, no, not really. I picked everything up myself. Did you use uh, your ears? Okay. Yeah, I used the ears, yeah. And what was, what was it like going from kind of, self-taught music to um, jumping into school and having a structured way of how to learn music? Um, let's uh, let's go with Mike Tyson punching me right in the face. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought I knew most of it. Um, mm -hmm. It was to the point where I thought, you know what, why am I even doing this? I know most of the things that, you know, I know the basics. I didn't know the basics. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I actually didn't know anything. So mm -hmm. the music really opened up my eyes. And yeah. Yeah. It was uh, it was a good experience. Mm -hmm. like, like, what what did you learn? Uh, everything. Um, I've learned that you just kind of, your whole personality kind of changes uh, when you're going to school. Because uh, I went, I kind of thought I knew everything, uh, kind of like a macho guy. Yeah. And then uh, when I went to school, it really humbled me because... I really didn't know anything, and I still don't know much. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's a big learning process, and I'm still learning. So what kind of stuff are you learning? Like, what, what we, how long have you been in school? Uh, my school ended last year. It was two years. Oh, you're done? Yes. Yeah, oh, done. okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm school. sorry. <laughs> That's all good. Misread your email. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so what did you learn when you were in school? Uh, well, it started off uh, really slow, uh, just to kind of, you know, get grasp of everything so we started with some uh, uh easy drum production kind of like boom ching boom ching and then uh it moved on to the more business side of things and um the business side of things was the harder part for me uh the fun part was making the music and learning all the fundamentals that go into music yeah. production mm -hmm. So that's what we learned. Uh, that was the first year. Second year, it focused on more professional skills, like how to handle yourself on stage, how to remix music, and a lot more on the music marketing side of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, more academic, I guess, the okay. second year, yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, cool. And um, So music, I'm working in, I've never really learned anything about music production. Um, so, so you go in and... It's just focusing on how to create music on like a computer and then how to apply it to the world. <laughs> that yeah, basically, okay. yeah, a lot of it is done through the computer. Mm -hmm. uh, there are a lot of producers out there who can uh, not well who can afford and 
like to use other uh, external hardware mm-hmm. to uh, produce their music. It's kind of like synthesizers. The it's kind of if you picture the old school image that comes into your head when you think of a music production studio, you know, with the big desk and everything. There, those are the old equipment that some some producers still use. But for me, mainly, it's all done on the computer mm-hmm. and plugins uh, are. The software version of the uh, old school hardware. So that's what I mainly use. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, do you perform th- like now that you're no longer cons- a DJ? Um, yeah. Or do you do you still it's perform? It's a DJ slash yeah. producer mm-hmm. now. Okay. Yeah. Or let's go with producer slash DJ. Now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, so, uh, are you performing the music that you're producing now? Uh, I haven't got into performing yet. Uh, once, like performing for me would be DJing at a nightclub, because mm-hmm. uh, that's still what I want to do. It's just that when you produce music, you have a better shot at getting what you really want. And mm-hmm. what I really want is to uh, support myself uh, financially and just have fun, like you know, doing what I love. Mm-hmm. And uh, these days, you can't just be a DJ and expect to have all of that. You have to have your own music. You have to be on radio. Yeah. Uh, once you have all that, then you get, you know, you get the big DJ gigs, which mm-hmm. is, which is what I want. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And have you have you thought about um, creating like a small business of producing other people's music? Um, what do you mean? Like musicians who um, might have like a, a song, but they want to have it. Oh, okay, kind of like uh, ghost production. I don't mm. know if you've heard Maybe of that. Thing. I don't know. Like producing music for someone else. Yeah. They, they kind of come to you with an idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would do that, and I am doing that for some of my friends mm-hmm. uh, who are into music, uh, which is great. I have a lot of musician friends, mm-hmm. so yeah, I do do that, and I do produce for other people. Okay. Yeah. What's that? What's that like producing for other people? Like, be like I've, I've always heard from like the musician side. Yeah. Of like oh, we approached a producer, I've never heard the like the the point of view from uh, the actual producer. The produ- um, it's uh, I guess you kind of have to tell them what they want. Like they'll have a direction, which is what I'm gonna, you know, my goal to make it uh, for them and make them happy. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that you have to kind of teach them and let them know how it's done. Yeah. So they kind of they kind of get the process, and then uh, from there. We kind of go and, you know, again, trial and error until we kind of make something uh, that we're both happy with. Mm-hmm. And we go from there. A lot of revisions. Yeah. For sure. Do you do you like doing that? Yeah, I Mine? do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Because uh, in the process, I'm learning and uh, I'm making connections and I'm making other people happy with mm-hmm. what I like doing. So yeah. awesome. it's a win-win for everybody. Cool. Yeah. So we uh, at the beginning of the show, we heard uh, the remix um for summer thing, mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about that. Um, yeah, basically, um, I was going through uh, my old library and uh, kind of on my spare time, I like to listen to music uh, just to relax and because um, I do work, I have a daytime job and it's kind of relaxing. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to it. Uh, it's a song by Afrojack. And who's one of my favorite DJs, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I thought, hey, this sounds great, and I think I can make something with this. So mm-hmm. basically, it was just a song I liked, so I uh, remixed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Cool. And how do you, um, how do you, 
like so you know that the, the, the songs already are like produced how do you yeah um listen to it and hear something different like how do you reimagine the the song um what i do is uh i take the uh vocals from the song and i try not to picture the main track i try to just listen to the vocals and start building from the beginning mm-hmm. and just try to come up with my own version of it as if someone had just given me that vocal and told me hey uh, i'm a lot i want a song made for this okay so i do it like that and uh mm-hmm. just again trial and error put stuff on it that i like and I just try to make one coherent song, you know, everything has to kind of melt together. Mm. So I don't start from like the main part or the chorus. I start from the very beginning and I just build it from there. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's, I, I, how do you, do you struggle with finding things sometimes? Like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. big time. And uh, I have a couple of ways of getting through the creative block. And uh, one of them that I really wanted to share with you was uh, what I do. Uh, it's funny, and I don't think any other DJ or producer does it. But uh, sometimes, uh, you know, when you get really, really tired, like you're about to pass out. and Like I'm talking like really tired to the point where you're almost hearing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's usually okay. when some <laughs> cool ideas come into okay. my head. And it just... It's kind of weird. I feel crazy a little bit sometimes. But, yeah, when I'm really, 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 really tired, um, some ideas pop into my head. And I just kind of try to record it on my phone. Uh, once it's on my phone, I hit the bed. Yep. And then the next day, I try to go along with that idea. But that's only sometimes. Uh, like, sometimes just things pop into my head. But usually, it's just a lot of trial and error, headache. Coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of coffee. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. lots of coffee. Okay. Yeah. Um, so how do you know when a song is, or you, c- you can work with a song? Uh, I guess that comes from my DJing background. Um, I just kind of could tell what works and what doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how to explain it. Uh, it just comes from experience, I guess. Y- you just know what works and... Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's based on your own taste and uh, okay. your own experience and life experiences. And you just know, you know, mm-hmm. you just know and you just go along with the idea that you have and try to develop as best as you can. Mm. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Mm-hmm. So you told me before we started recording that you're working on a, an EP. Yeah. Or, um, tell me a little bit about that. Uh, well, it's a small EP. Um, so we're making, well, I'm making five tracks. And I'm trying to collaborate with as many uh, musicians as I can. I have three of them that I'm working on currently. The other two I haven't started, and I don't even want to think about it right Mm -hmm. now. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I got three uh, with a few of my musician friends. And one of them we're going to release as a single. And uh, I got my friend from Red Moon Media uh, making the music video for us. Oh, cool. Yeah. And we got some uh, short teasers on my social media my instagram and my facebook mm-hmm. which you could look uh, yeah. which you could check out i guess yeah uh, and yeah Pic- pixel thief right yeah pixel yeah. thief yeah mm-hmm. it's uh facebook slash i am pixel thief i am pixel oh, your yeah. website and my website yeah. is i am pixel thief. Thief. Com. everything mm-hmm. is there yeah that's the kind of that's the main hub if you're gonna go anywhere check out the website yeah it's like a, a portal to everything exactly mm-hmm. yeah, okay portal. interesting so 
I wanted to lead somewhere when you said something about the EP. How do you know it's going to be five songs if you haven't worked on the, the other three yet? Uh, just uh, because I know it takes such a long time, especially with the uh, daily schedule that I have, I couldn't picture doing more than five songs in an EP. Mm-hmm. And I don't kind of want the project to go stale. Uh, and I want to stay interested in it. Mm-hmm. So I think five songs right now would be the maximum. Just because, like I said earlier, uh, these songs and me being extremely picky uh, take roughly about 30 hours to yeah. make. Some more. I, I have spent 60 hours on a song. And then at the end, I s- ended up deleting it because I wasn't happy with Aww. it. <laughs> yeah, tell would me break about my it. heart. <laughs> yeah, I just wasn't happy with it. And maybe it just got stale for me. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't want that to happen to the entire project. Yeah. I kind of want that buzz in my head and yeah. for everyone else to, uh, you know, just kind of stay there and mm-hmm. keep me motivated. Yeah. Okay. And are you, uh, are you, this is a lot of your own pocket for this EP? Or oh, yeah. Everything is out of my own pocket mm-hmm. right now. Okay. Um, hopefully in the future plan is to get a record label deal. And if you get a good record label deal, um, they could pay for most of the marketing part of things. Mm-hmm. And the rest I could cover and the equipment, everything I have. So Have you had about funding? Like grants or anything? Uh, no, no, nothing like that. It's all on my own pocket. Mm-hmm. So okay. And you know what? I did DJ a lot uh, under DJ Euphoria, which kind of paid for all the equipment and, and also paid for my school. So mm-hmm. that was... Uh, that was a good way to fund the whole project, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And um, what do you hope to get out of this, this EP? Um, I really hope to get my name out there, uh, become a regular household name in Winnipeg, and then uh, Canada as well. I really want to put Winnipeg on the map, if possible, on the electronic scene. Mm-hmm. I know we have a lot of great musicians, great bands, but I really want the electronic scene, and I really want my name associated with that. When someone says Winnipeg electronic scene, you know, I just want them Pixel to think Pixel Yeah, beat. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that's a big, big um, goal. That's a good goal, though. Yeah, go big or go home. Exactly. Yeah. So, and how are you going to work towards that? Uh, small bits at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, you know, I have to. I have to do everything myself right now. I do have a lot of help from my uh, musician friends who are pitching in. Uh, for instance, the music video, uh, my friend is covering all of it. I'm not paying anything for it. Mm-hmm. And I think for something like that, he's really good. Uh, for something like that, he probably would charge over five grand. And there's no way I could afford that. Oh, wow. Yeah, he, he's really good. So mm-hmm. um, you should definitely check his stuff out at Red Moon Media. Uh, so he's helping me out. He's doing that. He's also making a little documentary. Oh. On, yeah, we're making a documentary on how the whole song is kind of made. So every time I sit down with my uh, buddy, who's going to be the drummer on this video, um, he's going to be just kind of taking in little bits. And uh, he came there last time, and we were just kind of starting the idea. And he had the song, and... He's not going to be, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be happy because he's going to come back next week and the whole song has kind of changed because uh, <laughs> I didn't like it and I took uh, oh. big parts out. So Yikes. Yeah. So at the beginning, you said that you do a lot of the um, producing and creating on the computer and now yeah. you're having 
real instruments. Um, mm -hmm. How how are you doing that? <laughs> uh, that's actually a good question because uh, it's a lot harder than I thought. Because mm -hmm. what I like when I make the an electronic song, a lot of the kicks, snares, you know, all the stuff that a drummer would do is already, uh, you know, we grab most of that from sample packs and they're already kind of produced. Uh, the kicks, you know, they have a lot of bass to them. They sound, they don't sound like someone's hitting them on a drum. Mm -hmm. So I have to kind of make a track that would sound good with real drums and also uh, have my own vision in there with, you know, dance slash pop kind of feel. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm kind of leaving the drums to him. Uh, we have an idea. I've just put some samples in there as to what we kind of want the drums to sound like. Okay. And then when we're ready and we kind of know what we're doing, we're going to take it in the studio and record the drums live while he's doing that. And then the rest I could take care of on the computer. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And when when do you plan to um, release the CP? Um, when it's done, I kind of <laughs> have an idea <laughs> in my head uh, as to when I want it out. Yeah. And I want it out by June, but we all know uh, sometimes it could yeah. take a little longer. Especially but if you're only working on the one yeah. song at a time. Exactly. And, and you are gonna be picky. Exactly. I'm perfect. super picky. It's mm -hmm. crazy. I mm -hmm. wish I wasn't, but I am. I know, I, I know that's like, yeah, just like you just you want to be proud of it and you want it to be timeless. Like, yeah, I mean, obviously your t your taste and your skills will change, but yeah. you still want to be able to look back and be like, that was good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, there's a lot of people that just want to, you know, quality over quantity, I guess. Uh, mm -hmm. I want good music out there. I don't want someone to listen to it and be like, oh, OK, that's all right. Yeah. I want them to listen to them like, oh, my God. That's all right. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. So um, what are some of the stresses, if you haven't mentioned them already, um, about producing music that you have to deal with? Um, stresses, as far as the music production side of things goes, would be the creativity part. Uh, you know, and I'm sure it's like that even with professional DJs. They don't just come up with this stuff. It takes a long, long time to come up with an idea. But for me, I have the added pressure of, uh, you know, supporting myself through my full-time job in, you know, during the daytime, kind of like a nine-to-five, and then coming home, relaxing a little bit, uh, you know, some time to just chill before you go back on the computer and try to uh, make your music. Mm -hmm. And then by the time you're done, you know, back to sleep and then repeat the next day. So that's really, really stressful. Time. Sometimes, time. I, yeah, I wish I wish there was 30 or 40 hours in a day sometimes. Me too. Like, yeah. this week, I've just been like, it's already 4 p.m. What did I do today? Or like, I know. I'm doing so many things all at once, and I don't know where the day goes. There's not enough time. There's not enough time in no, a day. I agree 100%. Yeah. So what is your proudest accomplishment so far with being a musician or creating music? Um, proudest moment would be... Uh, finishing my school mm -hmm. um, I had the highest grades in the oh music wow. school but I know that doesn't mean much in the music scene you know it's all about the music but you know I was working really hard I wanted I wanted something good uh, for myself so I worked really hard and I graduated uh, with the best mark in my class um, so that 
that's probably my proudest moment. My second proudest moment would be the remix that I'm going to release on the 21st of February with Blame It. Yeah, which should be out by the time this interview is aired. And we're we're actually going to talk about it in a bit. Not just yet, though. Um, Do you have any advice for people who would like to start producing their own music? Like myself. (laughs) Yeah, I do. Um, It's... uh, Manage your time properly and uh, your lower your expectations by a lot. Mm-hmm. And just know that no one's going to like your music. Um, I know it's hard to hear, but I kind of had the idea of, oh, I'm going to make this song and it's just going to blow up as soon as I put it on the Internet. Uh, and it really doesn't. No one really is going to listen to your music. Of course, your friends will, but... Yeah. Lower your expectations and uh, to make it successful. And in the music business, it's 90% marketing, 10% music. And mm-hmm. you better make sure that 10% music is good and make make a lot of connections. Mm-hmm. It's all about the connections. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you have any advice about marketing and stuff? Uh, marketing, uh, you just kind of got to uh, read about it and find out what direction you want to take. Um, as far as marketing, just make sure the image that you put out there for yourself is, uh, as professional as you can be. Um, don't be rude, uh, be humble and, uh, everything you do, look at it from a professional side of things. Don't put one single bad picture of yourself up there. Don't disrespect any other musician because it's never going to get you anywhere. So be as professional Mm -hmm. as you can Mm -hmm. and study 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 and read about marketing mm-hmm. yeah okay fair enough mm-hmm. um what is um oh i guess i can't really ask that uh <laughs> it's more about i'm, I'm trying i want to ask about performing but music production isn't really isn't no but i do dj yeah which is mm-hmm. which is performing i guess yeah so uh what is your um favorite music to perform uh that would be electronic music. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of the electronic music between uh, pop and dance, like I was saying earlier. Some of my favorite musicians would be Afrojack, Hardwell, uh, Kelvin Harris, mm-hmm. that type of music. And okay. I really like to have like the pop element in there. So that's why I'm doing these remixes, because it's the best of both worlds for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Have you thought about doing original music? Yeah, I do. Uh, that's uh, basically my entire EP is going to yeah, be yeah, original yeah. music. So, yeah, no, I, I definitely want most of my music to be mm-hmm. original. But the remixing music is also tied into the marketing side of things because it's something people know and people might be interested in listening. Okay. Because, you know, they'll recognize a song and they want to see what I've done to it. That kind of, you know, if they like that, then they might listen to my originals. But... For example, if someone doesn't know me, which is probably 99.9% of people out there, uh, they're not going to just listen to my song. Yeah. They don't know who I am. Uh, so, you know, that way maybe I could grow my fan base. And it's also fun for myself to uh. make those remixes. So. Um, no, that makes sense. Um, so with performing as a 
DJ. Mm-hmm. I'm saying this very slow for some yeah. reason. <laughs> I'm trying right. to process it as I say it. I got yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are what are some of the stress- stresses about performing as a DJ? Uh, the stresses DJing, uh, I guess, would be um, to make everyone happy, mm-hmm. and that usually means making sure the promoter is happy and making sure the people on the dance floor are happy. And sometimes that could be a hard balance because, uh, you know, the promoter will have a picture of what they want. And then if you start playing something, even if you have a dance floor going, it might not be what uh, they were picturing for that night. So mm-hmm. I guess do a little bit of study as to what what the promoter and the manager want for the uh, nightclub you're DJing at. And then make sure everyone's happy. Make sure the dance floor is packed, and respect the audience. Uh, you know, read and see what they kind of like, mm-hmm. and uh, try to work it from there. So that could be stressful. You know, I'll be playing a song, and there's only, you know, two minutes for the entire song that I'm gonna play, and I have to pick the next song and make sure you know it keeps the dance floor going. So it's very fast-paced. Yeah. It's, you know, you're always on your toes, and usually Mm -hmm. I'm exhausted by the time I'm done DJing. Mm -hmm. Everyone says, oh, it's super easy. Just stand up there and play music. But it's uh, it's a lot harder than, you Mm -hmm. know, you think because you have, you know, everything is based on you. You you mess up, and the whole night goes to, Everyone knows. Yeah, everyone, yeah. (laughs) yeah. Yeah. No one's going to have fun. No, yeah. So uh, how do you deal with that stress? Um, Tequila shots? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just... uh, you kind of learn how to cope with it over yeah. time. At at first, it's exhausting, uh, you know, just trying to handle all the stress of a nightclub. Mm-hmm. But the more you DJ, the easier it gets. And you kind of, you know, expect things and you know what's going to happen. So the stress goes away the more you perform. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's how I handle it. And just try to have fun, you know, uh, listen to people, uh, see what they want to hear. Uh, and as long as you got a happy dance floor and happy uh staff then the stress is kind of not there mm-hmm. and you're just kind of having fun yeah so don't create stress for yourself mm-hmm. make sure everyone's happy yeah. yeah okay yeah and it might be stressful to make you everyone happy yeah it's it's a fine balance yeah. it kind of you know they kind of balance each other out so mm-hmm. you gotta find the middle part okay yeah good luck <laughs> yeah um so how do y- you're saying like writing music takes so long mm-hmm. uh, for me anyways yeah and from some people too, yeah. uh, for even for other musicians uh, who like just write their own mu- music on an instrument. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you balance all of that time that you dedicate to this music writing to to work and to having a social life? Um, that's a good question too. Uh, at first, I didn't know how to handle it all, but you kind of got to make a timetable for yourself, and you got to repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, mm-hmm. and it just kind of becomes second nature to you. Uh, for instance, I have, I go to work, I come home, I relax for an hour, I go work on my music for an hour, you know, take a 20-minute break, <laughs> go back to the music. So it's, it's a nice little calendar you make for yourself. And uh, I like to write down what I want to get a- accomplished for the day. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning of the day while I'm at work, I'll write down what I want to do tonight. And when I go home, I kind of go through the checklist and make sure everything is done. And then same thing the next day. And I try to take Sundays off uh, just from everything. Like, I don't even want to go on my computer or think about music. I don't want to listen to music. And that's kind of my reset day. 
Yeah. So I just, you know, watch some TV shows and just hang out, do really, mm-hmm. really easy stuff. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's a good idea. I, mm-hmm. I wish I had a day that I could reset. At I least yeah, I hear you. Yeah. It, it's hard to dedicate an entire day when you have a lot of things, but but it's needed because yeah. yeah, I've gone two months without taking that day and I just become the grumpiest person yeah. in the world. You can feel it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You mm-hmm. can feel it for sure. It drains you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel so sorry. I'm not yawning because you're boring. I'm just so tired oh, right no, now. I, I can d- see it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's it's all like, right. This is actually, I'm learning a lot and I'm just, I feel so bad that this, I keep yawning. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's totally all right. Uh, so what's the best advice you've heard um, from o- other music professionals about music? Uh, best advice? Oh, my God, there's so many. You can say more than one. <laughs> I like learning. Yeah, I guess that would have to come from one of, one of my teachers at Point Blank. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, whenever you're, you think something is good, it's never good. Uh, and what he meant by that is... Uh, basically work hard and uh, try to do the best you can and know that you're never going to be your songs never going to be the best and i think he was just kind of trying to teach teach us uh, to lower our expectations yeah which helps a lot so mm-hmm. i would have to go with that lower your expectations mm-hmm. and work your way from the bottom and you'll know when you're at the top yeah yeah so lower mm-hmm. those expectations and really be humble, humble yeah, yeah and just yeah that makes sense yeah. I, and i agree with that definitely there's a lot of people that let their music go to their head exactly. when they still have a lot of learning to do yeah that's the, that's every musician you know they'll obviously they'll think their music is the best and it probably is really good mm-hmm. it's just you got to look at it from a point uh you know from someone who's never heard your music yeah they're not gonna love it yeah so you got to win those people over. And the only way you could do that is be humble and make sure, you know, you give it 110%. Mm-hmm. Every <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Good. So uh, we uh, work. People find you in social media. Uh, I know you mentioned it before, but let's repeat it. Yeah. Social media. Uh, Facebook would be facebook.com slash I am pixel thief. Twitter is handle name. I am pixel thief. Uh, website is iampixelthief.com mm-hmm. and Instagram is the only one that's different and that's official pixel thief. Okay. And don't ask me why because I messed up my other account which was I am pixel thief. You messed it up. <laughs> yeah, I deleted it by accident. Oh, and you can't get it back? No, Instagram is really a big bully. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, then you should change everything. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, your good domain and everything. Yeah, everything is on my website. So yeah. everything you could go from there. Yeah, yeah. So. I am pixelbeef.com. You got it. Great. <laughs> and so we're about to hear a song. Uh, it's another remix. The mm-hmm. one that you're, you will have released on February 21st. 21st. Which yeah. is coming up soon for us. But yeah. will already been released. Yeah. Um, tell me about it. <laughs> uh, this song is probably the most annoying and the <laughs> hardest song that I've ever worked with. And it took close to 60 hours to make. I couldn't find anything that I was happy with. I, I don't know how Calvin Harris makes the songs he makes. I guess that's why he's number one in the electronic scene. But, man, this song was just so hard. I was hating myself. And which song is it? Uh, Blame It. Blame It. By okay. Calvin Harris. And I was just... I didn't know what to do because I had put so much time into it. And I wanted to give up on this song. And I kept going and going, and 
I finally got something that I'm happy with. So I guess I'm proud of it because I put so much time into it mm -hmm. and finally got something that I'm happy with. But man, oh man. So I call it the yeah. song from hell. Yeah. <laughs> Blame it on the hell. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> why did um why why didn't you just give up and and move on like um, six years is a long time. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. If you take a look at my computer and open up the amount of songs that I have on there yeah. that I've spent probably ten hours, twenty hours, um, I. I start making these things and I never finish them. Mm -hmm. And when I go back to them, I just, I don't want to start from the middle because I've kind of lost that drive for yeah. them. So I have probably around 30 tracks right now that are half done and I, I just can't, I can't push myself to work on them just because they've gone stale for me mm -hmm. uh, and I don't have that drive to work on them. So from now on, I've, I've made a pact with myself that if I'm going to start something, I want to do it. And I'm going to finish it and I'm going to move on to the next one. I'm not going to go half in and say, hey, I'll come back to it and start a new project. So, yeah, that was the main reason. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to finish so I could move on to my next project. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, oh. took a long time. And that's what you get for making a pack. <laughs> yeah. You got to do 60 hours of dealing with that. Yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything else that you wanted to, to say or to add? Um, Plug anything? Plug anything? No, just that. Uh, go to my website if you like my music. Share it with your friends, because like I've said, it's it's hard out there for me to get my name out there. So I could really uh, use the uh, Winnipeg love and support. Mm -hmm. uh, so the more you guys share, the better it is for me. Mm -hmm. And I promise I'll return the favor by making you guys great music, and I will put Winnipeg on the map for the electronics yeah. scene. That's you, a promise. You heard it here first. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> That's right. Uh, I just have actually, uh, before, uh, before I go, I know, I know I was trying to wrap up, but what is the electronic community like? I don't know many people from it or anyone um, really. It's mainly DJs. Yeah. Uh, I, or, you know, that's, that's, that's what the electronic scene is right now. And by that, I mean your uh, EDM scene, yeah. electronic dance music. And it's mainly DJs. Um, if you go to, um, for instance, if you go to Google and DJ top 100 uh, DJs, you're mainly going to get those electronic DJs. Uh, some, uh, if, you know, number one right now, and it's someone that everyone should know, is Kelvin Harris, for example. So, and I guess what electronic DJing or electronic production is, is just... DJ slash producer. I guess that's the mm -hmm. best way I could describe it is someone who makes music for the purpose of DJing mm -hmm. uh, for other people. Okay. Yeah. I think that's the best way to put it. And, uh, and how, how, how well do you think that the, the electronic scene is supported in Winnipeg? Um, you know, about five, six years ago, I could really see electronic music taking off. Um, and I always said to everyone that this is going to be the music that everyone's going to listen to. It was popular in Europe at, at the time, but not here. And it's really taking over. Like, I even if you hear some of Nicki Minaj's songs or, mm -hmm. you know, even Taylor Swift, they're, they're all going towards that electronic, you know, faster beat, uh, faster BPM music. So mm -hmm. it's, it's taking off and it's going uh, a good direction. 
Um, you know, for example, uh, Stephen Hua chose that uh, Summer of Sound Festival, uh, along with a bunch of other uh, partners that he has. That's really like, you know, that's where the scene is going. And I think festivals are going to be the next big thing here. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, that's that's where I think it's going. And Winnipeg is definitely on the right direction. Yeah. yeah. You know what you should do if you want to be like the 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 not founder, but like the stuff like the start. You should make a festival. You should <laughs> gather up all these musicians. Yeah. Call all these DJs from our, like, or not DJs, but like electronic. Yeah. And just create an electronic festival. Uh, you know what? It's funny you say that. I've thought about that. Oh, yeah? But uh, I don't know if I have the time to do that. Yeah. Or or the connections. You need a lot of connections to do that. So I'll leave that to the uh, professionals mm -hmm. to make the festivals. But it's a great idea. It would definitely get my name out there. Yeah. My goal is to, I guess, DJ at a festival and get my name out there. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it, it is a great idea. And I love love having festivals yeah. or going to them there's just so we, much fun because we got some some pretty big festivals in Winnipeg we got folk fest and yeah. the jazz fest yeah and, and that's uh, that's mm -hmm. the scene for other type of music and yeah it's really like they have a foundation here and people love it yeah uh and then I think the electronic music scene is gonna be the next thing add to the uh you know all the festivals that mm -hmm. we get here we should you should think about that though I will. Yeah, do it. Okay, <laughs> so uh, I I think that's that's everything. Yeah, um, that's all I got. That's, that's all I've got. that's all I have to ask. I, I'm I'm so glad you came down and and talked to me. I I learned a lot. Like I didn't. I honestly don't know much about the electronic scene. I've, I've like I've heard DJs and yeah. like I've obviously been to places where DJs play. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've never really thought about it. Oh, in well a way. I'm and glad yeah. uh, you guys had you me here. Opened my eyes, and I'm so I hope that you've opened some of the listeners' eyes of just how how intense a DJ or a producer's life actually is. Yeah, they I, didn't know. You know what? I'll <laughs> add something else to it. Yeah, a lot of people say DJ, you know, electronic DJs uh, go out there and just push buttons, which is somewhat true. Uh, you know, that's not the hardest thing to do, but the hardest part is making that music. Mm -hmm. And the guys who make it and go to those big festivals. You know they really deserve to be there just because of the kind of work that they do and and the great songs that they produce so i'll give them that they can go up there and push buttons and put their hands up in the air yeah <laughs> they definitely deserve it mm -hmm. so although yeah yeah don't make fun of us yeah <laughs> we do the hard work at home yeah that's true okay yeah. awesome well uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Vignesh, and if you missed the first half of this interview, you can go to www.umfm.com and, and download the episode and listen to it, or you can wait until Friday at 8 a.m. sharp, and I will have a link, um, a post with the downloadable link, including all of uh, Pixel Thief's um, links to the social media and website and the new single remix blame, blame it, it. Yeah. oh yes okay <laughs> uh thank you everyone for listening uh and now you're going to be hearing the remix for blame it enjoy yeah <laughs> <laughs> sleeping keep on waking without the woman next to me guilt is burning inside i'm hurting 
Don't blame it on 